Hey there, hi there, ho there. Hello, hello. I'm going with Shaman Chic today. Shaman Chic. I see that. <laughs> You're going with Mermaid uh, Angel Glam. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. For, uh, you know, just the way that we do, we can use this or not, but I just think it's really fun when our listeners know that we literally just start by pressing play and there's literally not even been another word passed in exchange except for arriving here today yeah all we got is a topic and I love it (laughs) we're here for here we go and I felt like if you our listeners are watching us on Spotify or YouTube that you can see I've chosen to be outside in my beautiful oasis which is the byproduct of what we're going to be speaking about today and Erica, I don't know if you can flip your camera around or show them like what you see out there because you're, you um, live off grid. You're off the grid. Yeah, I can, my, my computer's all plugged in. I got screens in front of me, but beautiful. Wow. You know, we're just on the lake. We're off grid on the lake doing cold plunges every morning. It's good. It's a good day to be alive. Connected by water. <laughs> last night and oh my god I went it was hair wash day so I went all the way under brown and everything and it it gave rebirthing experience let me just say that wow I love that for you well this you look fabulous and we are three hours behind or you're three hours behind so 12 11 10 9 so 9 18 I'm very impressed at the put together you have going on at 9 a.m yes great we're up early. We're doing Kundalini and all the things. So I know we both love Sundays. So I feel like it's a day to get set, get ready, just get like into the flow of the next week. I think that's one thing. A lot of people are always retroactive where I feel like we're very proactive, you know, super proactive. Now it, it didn't start like that. I, I, at least not for me, I was not always proactive and I can see my habits, how and why my life was versus now when I start to see things as more so for me and self-care for me and it's not like oh my gosh I need to get my week started you know and what a burden it is it's like oh my gosh I have the blessing of blocking off this entire day to get prepared for the week so I have more mental freedom and can experience more creativity ease and flow in my life it's just a perspective shift but I see what it's done for me and now I'm just like addicted to feeling amazing yeah. And I think that's something we were talking like our little sidebar conversation this week is we feel so on fire in alignment on purpose. And, you know, it really is a matter of just like, how good can it get? You know what I mean? Whereas mm. I feel truly like I've, we've both had our healing journeys. We both like, you know, gone through the rabbit hole. We've both done all of these things. And I would really like to say like, I feel like we are on the leading edge, like most entrepreneurs are. And the light at the end of their tunnel is like, you don't have to be in perpetual struggle or perpetual healing or perpetual. Like there gets to be a point where you're just clear and then you can truly take action from the most point of alignment. And that is what we're going to talk about today is like the birth of, you know, our business together and what that looked like and how that came together out of us transitioning out of what we were doing at the time to being more in alignment to our true self and more of our true purpose of what we want to spread in the world and what we want to help others create. So I think that's like a really good place to start is like, if you are in that cycle, if you are in deep healing or deep struggle or in this loop, then look to the people that have gone to the places that you aspire to get to, and you'll be on your own journey 
But that is like the North star to say, if they can do it, I can do it too. And we all have people in our lives that shine that light. And when we see it in them, then we can truly see in ourselves. And then that ignites us to be like, oh man, like I got this, I can do it. I can be in total health. I can be in total abundance. I can be in total, um, you know, love, peace, joy, whatever it is for you. So, which makes you have to take your awareness to break down that previous conditioning, because you can even be addicted to that struggle. You can be addicted to healing and you can believe that you're on this path of healing in which you are, but some people continue to, like you said, repeat those cycles because they're addicted to that conditioning, where if we really realize that, again, we are two parts, we're both matter and spirit, that we can be the observer observing the program and know that we are in complete control to be able to rewire and refire those synaptic connections, ergo income, Joe Dispenza, whom we love. And I think that's a beautiful place to start this conversation is I think that's, uh, you know, how did we even get here? And I believe that it's through, like you said, putting yourself in front of people that you admire and aspire to be like, not necessarily taking everything as finite and as truth, but being able to uh, conceptualize other perceptions and take what is in resonance with you and leave the rest. And for us, that uh, there was so much background story, which I think that's even another podcast but Joe Dispenza was like a huge player in both of our fields, which also came from the gift of giving. I mean, Erica so blessedly gave me the the uh, opportunity to discover yeah. Joe Dispenza, uh, Joe Dispenza on a deeper level. <laughs> LOL. Yeah, we, we, so one of our goals is, um, well, I mean, me and me and Adriana, we set these um you know, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say bucket list. Cause it's like, it's just a happening. <laughs> it's just a happening. We have a running list and we always say, add it to the list because there's just things to the list. To when the we list. Say statement and we say to the list, it means, okay, we're going to France. We're going to Italy to the we list. literally have a list guys. It's a list. Um, but one of the things on the list was going to a Joe Spenza retreat. And so prior to doing that, you take this online intensive. And so I had bought that course when I <laughs> finished doing my ayahuasca journey because I wanted to integrate <laughs> back into society. Um, well, I, just I to love integrate. this. Guys, I've just got to say too, thank you for all the feedback we've been getting and how much you've been loving our podcast because it gives us the fire to be open like this. Like yeah. it, it, we just really appreciate it. So anyways, Erica, after your ayahuasca journey discovers yeah. Joe Spenza. And I was heavy in the business, real estate world, you know, brand building world. And so doing ayahuasca for me, I was actually scared that I would come back and be like too hippy dippy, couldn't integrate back into real society and communicate with people. But it's kind of this example of like, you can do both. This is the work that we do is bridging the spirituality and the business world, bringing them together. And so, you know, Joe Dispenza really helped us integrate that. And then we went through it together and um, it really, I like how he layers um, information, experience, and integration so that it works for the super analytical, logical mind, because we've done so much reading and so much deep diving on our own that like me and you, we just pick up things. We're like, yes, 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 yes. Like we said before, we obviously filter it, use our discernment, what resonates, we stick, what doesn't we leave, but some people really need to be led. And that was the starting of our journey. And that's why I think 
Joe Dispenza does that so well because he comes from that chiropractic scientific background. So there's a lot of doctors, there's a lot of nurses, there's a lot of lawyers that go to his retreats and they get these miracles happening, total um, spontaneous healing because they finally, it clicks for them. And then they truly believe. And in that deep belief, that's where the magic happens. Because if you don't truly believe that it's possible and that it will happen, it won't. And that's, <laughs> and that's really the trick. You're so right. You're so right. And I think, you know, that's where we're saying like the pros of following someone um, that you aspire and admire to be like and being able to gather that information. But on the other side of that, let's bring it to polarity. And, you know, why do some people not do that and ignore or it's like willful ignorance? You know that there is the ability to grow, but some people just aren't there yet. And that's okay. This is something that I actually want to make a reel about, which is so funny that we're saying here because guys, this is literally repurposing. Like there's, there's information within the information of all the things that we talk about. And this is how you work smarter, not harder. This is exactly what we're talking about is that being your true authentic self, now being able to see how you can make that into multiple areas of your life. Now you're just creating more time. Time is our best friend. But this is the thing why I think a lot of people don't go into this journey of self-development, self-awareness, self-improvement, emotional intelligence is because once you hear something, a mind once expanded can never return the same. So mm -hmm. it's like, for example, some people that you hear that Gaia, the earth is alive. It's alive. Yet you don't pick up garbage when you see it on, on the earth. Or when you know that forgiveness and love is truly the answer to moving forward, yet you still foster hate and anger against the outside world and put that blame out there. Or even in the business side of world, it's like understanding and knowing that passive income is the answer to making money while you sleep so you don't make money till you die, yet you shy away from learning those skills because you think it's too hard. So a mind once expanded can never return the same. And I think that's why a lot of people don't step into their growth journey is because they know that once they know better and they don't apply, guess what happens? You, that energetic knowledge starts manifesting in physical matter. And that's where people experience illness and sickness and anxiety. You have anxiety over the world, yet you know there's a higher player. But yet if you stepped into that with those three examples, it's like if you picked up the trash along the road because before you thought it, you didn't have the time, guess what that offers? It offers a new relationship with time. And imagine what a new relationship with time would do for you. Imagine what a new relationship with appreciation with Mother Earth, this living being would do for you. Or forgiving others. If you are willing to forgive others, it has to start with yourself. So imagine mm -hmm. if you learned how to let go of the guilt and shame that you have on yourself, what that will do in other areas of your life or now with the business, passive income, learning the skills that can set you free. Imagine if you stepped into that and what type of abundance you would have and confidence that would just exuberate from your being. This mm -hmm. is why I personally feel like people don't do it. And if they don't, you have the same fight because energy is ever flowing. It's, it's, it's going to, time is moving forward anyway. So people are either fighting to stay at where they're at or fighting in resistance to growing. And then it's just this consistent battle. And then there's the loop. Well, and it, it's, 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 
it's unfortunate, but human nature is we usually learn through pain and not pleasure. We have two kind of ways to learn is pain or pleasure. And that the other option is there for us once we learn it, but we almost have to go through the loop of learning through pain a couple of times until we're win, like, win. Okay, win, win. Yeah. Both are winning. And, and uh it's like when the pain is the pain of staying the same is more than the pain and the difficulty mm. of changing. That is when you will change. And so sometimes when we work with people, we understand they're not ready. And we said, okay, go out and continue your nine to five Experience or the world. continue your, your weight loss or your um, health journey, how you have been doing it. And then come back to us because we can't help you unless you are truly willing to change. And we can't help yourself unless you're truly willing to change. So there has to be that mental realization. And that kind of leads me back to the entrepreneurship is when I was in my nine to five, when I was in a, like, you know, a, a office job and I believe me, there's parts about my job. There's no job that I've worked that I didn't come there high vibrational with a heart of service, like smile oh, on my face, love the people I work with. So I'm not knocking that. If you're in your nine to five, it's a freaking blessing. It's stability. You have cash coming in that allows you the ability to branch off and do your five to nine, which will be your path to freedom and your escape from that, you know, life. But when I was there, there was this point around my birthday where I was like, you know what, if I'm in the exact same space, like it wasn't a bad job. I was making, I think seven grand a month, which is pretty good at whatever, 21, you know, and it's amazing. that is amazing. It's a sales job. I'm getting commission. You know, there was still more room to go grow, but I definitely felt the ceiling, the cap on my income earning. And I'm a very growth oriented person. So whenever I feel constraint, I'm like, okay, I got to break out of this box. You're also an Aquarius. Shout out to you, Chris Corsini. <laughs> um, yes, please follow him. So, you know, there was a point around my birthday where I was like, you know, if I am in this exact same position that I, that I'm in right now, next year, I'll just, I, I, it just doesn't sit well with me. I will be disappointed. And I know if I take this leap and I go into real estate, I quit my job. I did my real estate exam in six weeks and I went full into luxury real estate. Like that is a quick flip mm. going from seven grand a month to zero, you guys, zero for, you don't even know how long, you know, but I just knew, and I had faith and I knew I was acting on my highest passion. So that's step number one, act on your highest passion, take it as far as you can look for the next highest passion, act on that with ex like absolutely zero instance or assumption on what that outcome will be and remain in a positive state no matter what manifests. And then you can examine your belief systems and honestly let go of anything that's no longer serving you. And it's that like breakdown, breakthrough process yeah. that helps you expand into who you truly are and how you're here to serve. Because Yes, we talk a lot about the spiritual because we all, we both believe business is 80% the energetic work, the inner work, and 20% the aligned actions, the physical work. So you need both, but what is the, what is the balance between both is the question. And, you know, in this 3D world, aligned actions, taking action is the language of the physical world. So you can sit there and you can manifest and that can be super powerful, but me and Adriana are both very big action takers. Mm -hmm. Like there is not something that we won't discuss. And I know if I say, okay, do this, she's got it. She knows yep. if does do, it's not like we're, we're not procrastinators. We don't put things off. If we ever put things off, it's because it's not in energetic alignment at the moment. And we know the universe is working and which just happens. That. <laughs> and then we have a term for that. Let's shelf that for yeah. now. How many things we so, shelf? 
So that's the framework is, you know, act on that highest passion. And I think when people get stuck, they're looking at the whole mountain of what they have to climb or what they want their big audacious goal or their dream life to look like when it's just the first step. It's just like, can you take the next step on the path and trust and have faith that the universe is going to provide the next step, the next step, the next step, and that you can feel that out because you trust your gut. But that comes with some intuition and some connection to self, because if you don't trust your gut, your intuition, that is when you feel truly lost because you are constantly looking externally from you. Oh, mentor, show me this. Oh, this person, tell me this or this. It's like, you're looking for permission when it's like, you are the one that gives yourself permission based on your own intuition of how you feel and what sparks that desire. What is your highest passion? Because if there is something that you can speak all day, every day about, you know, you can help people with, and you can charge for it, girl. That is it. (laughs) Hold on. I think even, even to realize that you can charge for anything now in 2023, (laughs) you literally can create a business out of anything. That's what we've been saying before. This is the era of true freedom in creativity. Like you get to be who you are to the deepest depths of your core and Mm -hmm. create abundance from that. This is just how the world is working right now. So Erica, what I like to kind of one sentence frame what you just said in my perspective, how I go through life is just strive for excellence. Mm -hmm. In every aspect of your life, strive for excellence. And don't get that twisted. I'm saying that if you are going through a really heavy moment in life, a passing of a family member, a breakup of a, you know, of a relationship, whatever, strive for excellence in that healing. If that means sobbing on your hands and knees and feeling that, strive for excellence in that release. But if that's acquiring a new skill, strive for excellence when you go for that skill. And like Erica said, you don't need to take on the whole mountain. It's striving for excellence in every step that you take and not half-assing anything. I half-assed for so long of my life because I knew of the power that I had. And you know what? One of those half-assed too was half-assed stopping smoking marijuana. Just for example, I mean, straight up, I knew my power that I had once I was willing to let that go. I knew that I had it. I knew I had it. So I was like, whatever. When I know that I, when I'm ready to release that, I will. And I just called myself a, a functioning stoner for the longest time, which got me a very far away. But when I truly was aware of the power that I had, how good I can feel, how quickly I can manifest, how much abundance and love and prosperity and give back and everything that I have, which honestly, thank you, Egypt, because we obviously didn't partake in anything in Egypt. And ever since then, I've been completely clean. And that's what I mean by half-ass, half-ass, a step, half-ass, an emotion, half-ass, a bad habit, a good habit, doesn't matter. I'm telling you, when you flip the switch from half-ass to strive for excellence, your life will completely shift. Yeah. And I think that's like in the gym, just to compare it to our competition days, it's like when you cheat a rep, who are you cheating? Mm. Like you're only cheating yourself. It's like when you, when you try and look for these quick, get rich, quick schemes on the internet and you're like, well, everyone's doing drop shipping. So I should do that. If that's in alignment, then yes, 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 yes. That can be a very valuable source, but check in and be like, am I just trying to reach and grasp for something that everyone's doing? Because I think it's going to be the easy way out. Or do I feel like 
no, I feel like I could be good at this. I feel in alignment. I feel like I love to learn about this. I feel like I have creative ideas that are just flowing to me. And I could, you know, like that's a very different intention. That's seen, going to striving for excellence through drop shipping, which I've is- I've seen two people do, I've seen multiples of people do drop shipping and I've seen it done with excellence in pure passion and and conviction and belief in themselves. And I've also seen it as like a half-assed get rich quick, what have you. And I've seen how both have, played out and guess what Erica and I have also dabbled in the drop shipping aspect and when it became to a point where we could not strive for our version of excellence guess what we said shelf that let's shelf it because we can't yeah, strive for excellence right now yourself. yeah because like we we want we were sticking in alignment with what our highest passion is and it wasn't that and that's okay do we have successful clients that drop ship yeah <laughs> that's their highest passion right now and we can and they're rocking it them, you know they're aliving so, it they're aliving it <laughs> and we're, we're uh, refra reframing our words guys reframe we're not we're not killing yeah. it and why we're, we're alive in it okay live for. <laughs> yeah we're live for in it <laughs> yeah um, and I think in 2024, because we are wrapping up 2023 and it's the last yeah. quarter and I kind of like to gamify life and I just attribute everything to sports because I think that's such a good analogy. Everyone's almost played a sport in their life. And if you don't, then, you know, it's, you know, everyone can pretty much relate. It's like, we're in the last quarter. What are you going to make this last quarter mean? Because there are teams that they hang their head and they think the the game is done and they just give up on the field and it's they like, beat up or they beat themselves up over the holidays. They think that they will not receive any sales during the holidays. So they don't even try to shoot their shot when all it takes is a perspective shift to say, uh, what is that? I think it's Grant Cardone that even says like people down Rodeo Drive, they don't have one bag of Chanel. They have a bag of Chanel and Louis Vuitton and Dior and ba -ba 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 -ba. <laughs> right. Because when you are in the flow of buying one thing, you're more likely to buy another. So for anyone who's in sales right now, just want to speak some life into you to say that people are out uh, uh, consuming already. So you got to shoot your shot because why wouldn't they purchase from you right now? Do you not see value in what you have to offer? Because if you don't, that's a whole nother conversation. That's out of alignment. Yeah. Right? And, and, it, and right now, because of the inflation and the economy, it's like, we're, we're with all our clients. We're looking at, do we have an irresistible offer? Do we have an offer that this current market is a no brainer to buy because it's different than a year or two years ago. Right. So it's, it's to reevaluate that, but yeah, you got to shoot your shot. You got to get out there and play and play full out and strive for excellence while you're playing, because that's the whole, the whole point. And so heading into 2024, you know, something I've really been thinking about is like, how do people tangibly succeed? And I think we have six things and we can dive into these deep. I think this, we might even do another podcast about our business because this is kind of yeah. Maybe more. at the end. No, at the Maybe end we can end. we will do a quick summary because basically, you guys, this whole podcast was supposed to be like, what the f do you even do? Okay, yeah. so we'll <laughs> we'll save that for the end. Okay, but anyway, but we actually help with all of these six things, and I I want to I want to say these because I think it's so important for people to understand what is actually tangible, what is in front of them, and what can they take action on because that's where all of this comes into play. It's like if you're not taking action on anything, then you know, what are we even talking about in terms of, you know, magnetism and manifestation and all of this, like we need to have that action. So number one is building a personal brand. And that's something Adriana is amazing at. Mm. That's something that we love to help our clients with because you are the life force of your business, but your personal brand is separate from your business. Right. Okay. And to differentiate that and to know that 
Um, it's kind of like that saying that I've seen that quote go around. It's like, don't be so attached to, even if you're in a nine to five, don't get attached to the, the job or the career, or that makes you mean like you, that is an extension of you. You are not an extension of it. And I think entrepreneurism, this can get kind of looped together. It's like you create a brand and then you become that brand instead of that brand becoming an extension of you and differentiating that, okay, your personal brand has a lot of value. If you continue to build that over the years and years that you do business, that is what allows you to have other successful launches. If you go and launch something else, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, because I've, I have, we both have this, you know, there'll be people that find me on my real estate page, figure out what I'm about personally. And they're like, Oh my God, yes, I want to work with you and vice versa. So that's the power of putting your stuff out there on a personal brand level. I think that yeah thanks Erica that is I love this topic and I think that it's the awareness of understanding that time is ever moving forward and times shift and change so what used to work then doesn't necessarily work now so expanding on what you just said as to why a personal brand versus the actual brand per se uh, or company or whatever you're doing, why that's so important in 2023, 2024 and onwards is because social media is so prevalent and so out there. If you see a page that doesn't have the founders or the owners or anything, and it's just like a billboard of the service, like check in with yourself right now, check in with yourself. How much do you actually trust using that brand versus when you're scrolling on your feed or taking a word of mouth referral and you see someone and they're genuinely talking about what they do and how they help people with, you're like, oh, I have two options, A and B. A is, you know, the billboard uh, profile that is just a service. B is this person who's talking about the exact same thing, even though I don't really know what their service are, but I trust that person. It's mm-hmm. in, tw- in moving in this direction, you can't, you can't hide behind a company or a brand anymore because people actually do care. They do Mm -hmm. care and they want to know what you're about and they want to know what they're getting themselves into and whom they're getting themselves into. And if they don't, then that's not really a a customer or client for me because I want to work with people who genuinely care and have that higher realm of awareness because with that awareness, are you really going to change? You know, and I don't want to waste my time and I don't want to waste your time. And and I'll I'll be honest, like the the conscious consumers consciousness has shifted. So these, these um, people, and we, we discussed this because obviously we evaluate different people's personal brands in our meetings and our discussions. And so we see this happen where people are still putting out their personal brand out of ego. And it's not that ego is a bad thing. It's a demonized ego and everything else. It's not that it's like, are you leading with your service and your mission more than you're leading with how great I am? Look at me, look at me, because that's very too different. And people's consciousness are there. It's like they, we, everyone sees through the BS now, you know what I mean? It's almost like a veil has been lifted. Everyone out there, the mass consciousness has shifted, meaning you have to reevaluate your brand identity and your personal brand every single year. And that's what we're doing with our clients right now is like, you know, sometimes you know, you grow as an entrepreneur and then you're like, wait, I have more to give. I have more to share. I have more behind my brand. And then we create based off of that, which is such a beautiful progression, but the brands that aren't doing that, you can almost see them like sliding into the, oh, that was like past marketing. That's past marketing tactics that no longer work on this consciousness level. Yeah. And that's when boom, exactly what we're talking about, about business being 80% spiritual and 20% action, aligned action, 
because I want to say from my perspective of being there, I have been in the ego projection. And anybody who's listening to this, who knows me is like, yep, you were. And can we all see the shift that's happened? That has come through personal growth. That that's why we're saying that business is spiritual and whatever you want to define spiritual as, but it's bringing that awareness because projection is a lack of confidence, a lack of confidence in yourself, a lack of confidence in your service. It's just overall a lack of confidence, which is projected by overconfidence. But when you start to break down for the breakthrough, you start to learn those things about yourself and start appreciating that and start to to know about your inner knowing, just like Erica said, you know, more so of a remembering, then you're able to start exuding from a place of service and love because the brim is so high with love and acceptance and trust uh, and compassion and empathy that now you can pour into others and let that go. But that's why it's so important. This is what we're talking about is bridging the gap can't be yeah. a monk you can't be a monk you know well you can you can do whatever you want okay yeah. <laughs> you can but this is the thing it's like you you can be whatever you want to be but this is what we're saying is like let's say like uh two polar opposites we have like grant cardone and alex harmozy who are talking about not having um routines and uh lacking you know spirituality and faith not being of a player okay there thank you see love you sister thank you <laughs> Right. And then you have on the total other side of the spectrum, you have like Yogi Bhajan or uh, any of the gurus out there, Osho, what have you. Right. And they're saying, meditate on it, let it flow. Right. But I just want to bring to perspective, I just to two polar opposites. But guess what? On the one side, Alex Hermosi has coffee with his wife in the morning. Every single morning they discuss their day and then they get to work. That's a morning routine. Uh, Grant Cardone is one of the highest ranking in Scientology, which is uh, out there. He talks about it, uh, which is up to your perception, right? Is, but he's, de he's deep in his faith. Okay, so there's that side. All right. And then you want to take the other side of these gurus and whatnot is saying to meditate and let it flow. But guess what? They go out and they do seminars speaking in front of thousands of people and release books that they continue to get paid on even past their death. So you see, guys, you cannot be on one scale or side or the other about it. You got to discover who you are, exude your personal brand, take everything as neutral, and you get to decide what that looks like. And from that projection, you now get to create your business, which is your personal brand, which now you're going to align with the people that see you for who you are. And that's amazing. And the people that don't, that's also amazing too. But just by being in alignment and seeing that both have value, you're going to build your personal brand because that's who you are. And that's going to be your magnetism. And now you're in true alignment and watch all of the cosmos, universe, God, spirit, whatever your belief system is, help you tenfold. You move so much faster when you're in alignment. And that, you guys, is only number one of our top <laughs> ones to succeed in 2024. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this might need to be a two-part, honestly. I know. Okay, okay I want to say the rest of the six, and then let's go into them a little bit deeper, because I and think- we and if we want to even pop, we can even do this in a one week release and then we can release the other and whatever. We're going with the flow, guys. 
No, it's it's all good. I mean, I'm so holding how it's supposed to. That's why that's why we put two hours off. Like we've been so in on the first. This is always us. Like so in on the first week. Wait, but there's five more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And this is why we book off two hours when we're like our podcast should only be like twenty to thirty minutes. (laughs) I know. know. (laughs) When you get two Aquarius in a room, like what are you gonna expect? You know. And that's why I might go off this because. I mean, our husbands know this. It's like, you just can't contain it. You just need to let the energy swirl. And yeah, we love our husbands so much. They, love them. They know not to in the sauce. It takes a kind of special kind of sauce to, to deal with us. And they do it miraculously. But they wouldn't have it any other way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and projection. <laughs> and Aquarius. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so number two, I'll just read them out and then let's go into them because number two is really, it's really important. I think it's really important right now where the economy is. It is master your debt and how taxes work, which Ooh. is basically meaning master your own economy. Yes, there is the external economy, but mastering your own internal economy, having good financial literacy, having good financial discipline and skill set is so, so important. And on the real estate side, this is where I see it so much, so often is, I mean, at least in Canada and BC, like we live in a very desirable place, you know, um, the cost of living is very high and it is very high to buy real estate. So we're seeing that people are almost like, feeling like defeated before they even get started. And they're just like, Oh, like, I'm not even going to look at that because it's not attainable for me where I want to say like, where there is a will, there is a way, and you will make a way for things that are a priority to you. So if getting ahead financially is a priority to you, you will make a way. And there are people with less that have done more. And I always go back to that. There are people that have had less than you that have done more with it, meaning it is very much possible for you. So when you see people succeeding, when you see people rising up and, you know, making abundance for themselves, it's like, oh my God, okay, I want to know how to, I want to learn that as well. That's available for me too. Not a, oh my gosh, like, you know, it's just so hard. The barrier is so high. Like, how am I ever going to then, you know, like Adriana, like this is a big thing that happened in your guys' life. You guys up and left in 2020. What was it? 2021 or 2021? No, 2021, March, 2021, uh, got busted, told we still weren't able to travel in 2020, even in December, won a trip to Mexico, declined it, then uh, earned a top 15 leader spot in Isogenics in this global company um, and decided to just push the boundary, just try it, went over the border, flew to Arizona, saw people were living their life in the sunshine, called my husband, said, we got to move. That was in January. We were gone and out in Florida by March. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that. I was like, what the heck, girl? You're leaving me high. <laughs> so we go down and visit. I'm a realtor. I have a showing lined up the next day. Boom, we move in August. Literally, not even the next day. She literally is like, okay, so I have a viewing on this, 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 this day. I'm like, girl, you're not even on the plane yet. She's like, all good. I'm like, don't tell my husband. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, anyway. Where are we going? Well, actually, we're moving, hon. We're moving. Not to a different province, to a different country. Here we go. Sight unseen. I love it. Sight unseen. So, um, you know, that's really important. The financial literacy portion. Number three is- No, wait. Can I go into that or are we not doing that? I I just wanted to list them so they know what we're talking about and then we'll go in a bit deeper. No, I feel that it gets, but I feel like, no, because- It only gets better. Yeah. Okay. Let's go Okay. 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 Because I was kind of silent when you were, which is, you know, rare, um, when you were saying number two, because I was like, 
because I'm telling you guys, when Erica and I get on these calls, we have like a topic, but I did not know she's coming with this list. So I'm like, oh, hmm, how do I fit into this? Like, how do I feel about this? So she's saying about handling your debt and the skills and uh, da, 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 da. financial literacy and skills. Okay, that was an aha moment for me. And this is my real life playing into that is I didn't really have financial literally uh, literacy. I didn't have financial literacy. I didn't understand taxes. I didn't understand um, investments. I didn't understand even paying off credit cards, guys. Like I literally would have like a five grand credit card and I would just do minimum payments. And I'm like, I'm winning. Like I only got to pay the minimum. And then I like, you know, this was me before. Okay. But, no, but that's, no, that's relatable, honestly. Well, this is why I think is very valuable. And that's why I share this. And I love that. I know that so many of these listeners know me from like back in the day. Um, and anyways, because now when I think about the skills though, that I've had that have brought me through and then how I bridge the gap is the skills are this, when I was dating, you know, gangsters and stuff, which I've talked about in the first episode. So whatever it is, what it is, I didn't take the stacks of cash and go and blow it. I used to save the stacks. I have been the best penny pincher my whole life because I've been a single mom for a multitude of my years. So I was really good at not splurging and spending and acquiring and networking and acquiring and networking and saving, saving, saving. Now I know how they say like, okay, saving doesn't make you rich. Hold on one sec. How this has now changed for me and, and bridging the gap is this, this, the financial literacy part that I knew I didn't have, I've had to go out and learn. Meaning I've learned from people like Grant Cardone, who's taught me and I've taught out forward, save 40% of all the income that comes in and save that so that you are not saving it for, to spend, uh, you're saving it and not saving it as in like saving it for a rainy day. You're saving that money to make you more money, aka for investments. So you're saving the 40% and then the rest is out for you to spend. Okay, so I had to learn that. But guess what? Then now when I'm saving this and now I have this money, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to invest. I don't know how to invest. I'm just being straight up. So I go and I ask the people that I do know how to invest. Like Erica, I'm asking her about real estate. Like my husband, he's amazing also at real estate and crypto and whatnot. Guys, things I have no effing clue about in the beginning, but I knew to go out to learn those things then to put them into action. But this is where my skills came into play was because I had the skills unknowingly to me at the time of just penny pinching and holding on to cash. This is how you've seen me live big in going on tons of trips, buying a place in Dubai. I didn't know to go invest in Dubai. It's just, I was able to save the money because I'm that's my skill. Then outwardly ask, where should I put it? And then go and do the action. So I really wanted to share that because I feel like financial literacy and skills are two completely different things, at least in my world, where I had the skills that I didn't even know that I had, but the literacy I did not. But both are required and both are only going to be attained by you facing yourself in your mirror and say, I don't know how to do these things, but I am fully capable to learn and to ask the people that are doing it. And that's exactly what Erica was saying. Mm -hmm. No, and thank you for sharing that because I think that's so relatable. And like, I remember being 19 and working at the community pool as a life tourism instructor and being like, knowing what I wanted for my life and knowing the big life and the big goals I had and just saying like, how am I, how am I going to get there? And that led me to real estate because I wanted to do real estate when I was 19, but I didn't think people would take me seriously. So I didn't do it for 
four years, which was fine because I went into business and I became uh, the top sales agent. And, you know, that really led me into being a great uh, real estate agent and building that out. So it all leads where it's supposed to go. But I started studying the mentors where all these people were building generation wealth through real estate. And I became to fall in love with the process of learning. What, what does that look like? How can the average person get ahead through real estate? And, you know, for me, it's, it's in my eyes, the most stable, you always know where the dirt is, <laughs> the dirt can't go anywhere. And, you know, everyone always needs a home. So it really is one of the most stable markets. Does it fluctuate? Does it have cycles? Yes. Just like the seasons do, just like nature does. It all has cycles. But if you learn those cycles, then that's when the financial literacy comes in of, you know, how to monetize on that and capitalize on that. Most millionaires are made in the recessions because they know that's the buying opportunity. They buy the real estate and then boom, everything takes off. Their net worth grows twofold, threefold, fourfold. That's why you can't blame the rich get richer. You cannot live under pointing fingers and saying, oh, that's how the rich get richer and what have you. It's like take personal responsibility and you can do it too. And that's, and that's where I was like, okay, so then my eyes were wide open. I'm like, I'm going to save all this money I'm making at my sales job and I'm going to buy my first Airbnb. And this was 2018. I was like, same thing. Sight unseen. I wasn't in real estate yet. I was just learning about it. Airbnb was popping off. I went into one of the, um, uh, places where I, I sold and his girlfriend comes in. I knew her from back in the day in high school. And he's like a realtor in Kelowna is telling me about this Airbnb building. Um, it's going on pre-sale like this Monday, I go home, I research it. I'm like, yes, go in, buy a unit. When you could have it's sight unseen, just like in Dubai. And you could have done, you could have shied away from that. It's very easy. There was two, you were at a fork in the road, Erica. I just want to acknowledge how much courage and self-trust that you had to have in that moment to be able to go for it, where this mm-hmm. is your first investment. You're putting a ton of money that you've worked so hard to earn that, you know, could you, that you're being told could be gone. The market is this, that's a shit, what have you, but you took a leap of faith. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it I think changed that, your life. And it, and it did. And then we, we were able to buy another and it took four years to build. And that's the the advantage of pre-sale really is like, you don't have to get a mortgage right away. So you're like able to allow your financial literacy to catch up to the decision you made. Um, because at the time I didn't really even know how I was going to get a mortgage. Right. I was like, I have a sales job, which is probably one of the worst jobs to qualify for a mortgage anyways. Um, and so, you know, taking those leaps. So it, it leads me to what you said was, Find the people that know how. Learn the financial literacy. That is the missing key because it is not good enough in our day and age to just say, oh, well, the economy is bad. I don't have the financial literacy. Like, woe is me. No, no, no. Personal responsibility. Your life is a reflection of the choices you make. Everyone is able to save a dollar. And, you know, that can go far places. And this is where we're also finding an opportunity to expand our personal real estate business. Is it helping people invest in different areas where I get it? You know, some markets, they're hard to invest in, you know, some external influences are not making it easier for us to get ahead, but that's, that is something I can't control. So what can I control where I choose to do business, where I choose to buy real estate, where I choose to live, where I choose to grow, you know, those are the things that we can control. So, you know, really like mastering your debt, like getting out of debt is square one. That is Mm -hmm. when you are debt free, you guys, 
that is a sense of burden and relief off your shoulders. And I get it. I've been there. Like when I bought that place, I then quit my job, which was not the smart thing to do, but that's where I was leading towards. And I, that led a fire in me and I'm not telling anyone to do this because I don't think you should quit your job, buy a place and quit your well, job. By the way, can we disclaimer? We do not, we are not telling you what to do with your money. We are not financial, no, this is not financial whatever. disclaimer, disclaimer, you can't My sue us, done. <laughs> and maybe you guys can gleam off of that. But um, I went straight into real estate and granted at that point in my life, I was living at home. So that's a huge expense that I did not have, you know, like to be able to be in your home. That's a very uh, amazing advantage and opportunity. And I recognize that. So I always tell young people, if you can stay at home longer, do like take it because yeah. that is a leg up. Like don't knock the opportunities that you're given and then scoff and say, well, no, I could have easily bought a place where I was living at the time and moved out there and moved in with my boyfriend and did all that, like did the, the normal thing to do. Right. Like that was a very shiny object of like, oh, we want a nice house. And we want to do that. But I was, and we bought it. <laughs> we did it when you were, you know, that young. So, and I think my financial advice right there is guys don't pay your minimum of your credit card. I understand yeah. that sometimes you're like, I don't even have any to live off of. I get it. I get it. I get it. So pay the max that you can yeah. so that then you can live. So you can really pay that off. Like just pay the max you can, yeah. even if you've got to live a little bit stingy, you guys, it's way better than being under the pressure of your debt for the rest of your life. Yeah. And that snowballs, that debt snowballs. And that is an emotional weight on you. Mm -hmm. That, that is the opportunity cost for opportunities coming in. If you are high vibrational and feeling really good about your finances. So that is the number one, get rid of your debt plan taxes, because we all know how much we pay in Canada. <laughs> um, so plan your taxes accordingly. Which you can't, which you can't blame either. You can't point, point your no. finger at it, be like, well, this and that. And so it makes it impossible. Like, yeah. So you know that. So now play the game of life and, and figure it out. And figure ways around it, which is why we are now getting set up to move our businesses and move to the U S because we, we don't, we, we figured out the game and now we don't want to be played by the game. Right. But so on the debt side, what does that actually look like? I mean, there, there are um, resources that you can have to consolidate your debt, but really it's pulling back all expenses, anything that you know that is above and beyond of what you need to survive. That is what needs to happen. And this is in business too. Like if your business is bleeding, if you have cash flow problems, you pull back all expenses. I'm saying you do an audit of every little thing. If there is a light bulb you're paying for that, you know, shouldn't be because you need to stop the bleed first. And once you stop the bleed, then you can evaluate the situation and plan okay, I'll be out of debt in six months. Now that feels really good. That gives you an end goal. That gives you a target to hit. And that gives you meaning and purpose of why you're going through this difficult time or delayed gratification because you're like, I don't have a dollar to go spend on Starbucks. You know what I mean? Like, and oh my this gosh, is this was literally, that was literally me. Like back in, in the days it was, I, when I was collecting my cash and not spending my stacks, I wouldn't even spend my stacks on a Starbucks, you guys, because I know it has zero value to me and I can sure. make a coffee at home. Yeah. And what I think Erica's talking about is is awareness and this is what we've talked about. I believe we did a money episode in the very beginning when you shy away from your problems, they only repeat and when you're able to take a look at it whether like she's saying big scale business, look at where you're bleeding from, decrease those. 
whether it's me saying pay off your credit card debts and what have you, it's just now confronting the quote unquote problem, having the courage to face that head on and deal with it and bring awareness. Look at your bank account. Look at it. Does it make you feel good or not? If not, do something about it. Mm-hmm. You can. And and I'll be honest, like we've actually sat down with clients and I had this with a client too. It's like um, they bought some machines and stuff that was a large overhead and there wasn't for like, you know, it was a great move for their business, but starting to see the bill stack up and start to see that overhead was now starting to create high anxiety and you know am I going to be able to pay these and blah 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 because now the sales have to grow with that right like yes it's an investment in your business so you know but even us just acknowledging it and facing it and looking at it and then having the awareness which brought clarity took the load off and then we established a plan and then we established the marketing and then we established worst case scenario what are our options not saying that it's going to go that way but if you vet those options out then that gives you the clarity of like okay worst case scenario let's just say my whole life explodes right now i have debt i'm lose my job whatever do i have a place to go do my are my kids fed do i have a roof over my head you know like those are the options okay so worst case scenario, I'm actually safe. I'm actually secure. I know I'll be, you know, I'll be okay. Right. And even not, okay. <laughs> but even not, it's like, okay, then maybe I have to move back in with my parents. Maybe yeah. I need to find additional funding. Like, but even if they don't have a roof over their head and their, and their children aren't being fed, it's like, then it's like, literally, as you're saying, now we got to figure that out. So it's like, okay, first brick laid. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like the, the worst case scenario is probably you're okay. You know what I mean? Like there is someone like, you know, and, and I don't want to speak into this because there's just so much um, happening in BC right now, but um, most people listening to this, you'll be okay. If even your worst case scenario, and I always say like, if this is a fire you have to walk through, it's still a pretty good fire in compared to everything going on out there. So once you look at the worst case scenario and you take that fear away, then that gives you clarity and it actually creates this like divergent lens of unlimited possibilities. Okay. What do I want to happen? What are all the other opportunities? I know that one. I know the worst case scenario. I know the ending of that one. Okay. What are all the other options? And that even leads me to like, when I left, left the nine to five and the, you know, seven grand a month, it was like, okay, I know if I stay here, I'm not guaranteed. I'm actually not guaranteed the life I want. This is actually not an outcome I can get by staying here. But if I leave and if I actually take the leap and if I put all of my eggs into my own basket of trusting myself, trusting that I can do it, that I'm the most income generating, (laughs) producing activity or investment that I can make into myself, there is the possibility of me having the life I want. And I think that was like really like a aha moment of if I get this life, it would still be okay. I could always go back to that. I could always be a sales rep again. I could always go and do that again, right? So it's like, we know the outcome of where we've been because we've been there. I think <laughs> I Alex Harmozy talks about that. Just yeah, uh, exactly. skill stacking. Skill, once you get, when you, once you gain a skill, you just stack it on top of another. And just like Erica said, you can never really have the rug pulled on free, under from you because you have this new skill and that can never be taken away from you. You're your best asset. It's why we preach mentorship and and working with people who have gone before you is because when you invest in your education that's like that is a a forever income producing asset that no one can ever take away from you Mm -hmm. 
And I think this segue is actually really good because I'll just say the last, the last of them. We've all, we've talked about all of them at this point. So number three is invest in real estate in the down market. Like we mentioned, this is the biggest opportunity coming up, um, at least in North America. So if you don't have your eyes set and, and this is the one thing that I tell people, get a real estate plan, a real estate goal, because wherever you put your energy and attention, that is where your priorities will go. So if it's not a priority for you, you won't take advantage of these next two years. If it is a priority for you, you'll probably find a way to take advantage of these next two years. So the down market is coming. The down market is here. What are you going to do with that? Number four is wait, up level. For wait, your I want to, nope. I want to do a 3.5, 3.5 out of your three being the real estate would have you. That's your background. And I love that. And you're helping me with that too. But I want to speak into something that I know that everybody and anyone can do, and that is network marketing. And I want to just put that out there for one minute, because that is an investment on whatever you are, whether it is your health, which I personally recommend, because that's not a luxury asset, where I see other things like beauty products and whatnot, that is an additional outside uh, luxury. But if you're finding something that you can actually build out and get involved into a compensation plan that requires you to take care of your health. And this is why, uh, why I'm saying this is because we have high ticket. We also have lower ticket per se, which is everyone can invest a hundred, 150, $200 into their health when they see it as a reallocation of what they're putting inside of their body. And that has the potential to exponentially grow infinite in depth, help you make money while you are in, were in your sleep. Like network marketing for me set helps set me free. And that's why I just want to put that on the table in a time that's really tough is that remember that different perspectives, different motions for different oceans. And this is uh, something that I said no to for six years. And once I pulled the blinders off and just took a cold, hard look at it and decided to make a decision for myself, I was like, holy F, what have I been sleeping on? And now it still is my baby. I love it to pieces. And now I'm doing other things from the skills that I've learned from, from that. So just saying, like Erica said, there's so many opportunities that you can do that are going to help you in this time. So that's just something well, as I a love 3. that 5. because that actually is four and five. Number four is <laughs> Level your inside circle, which is networking. And number five is start an online business, which is network marketing. Mm. So really combining both of those is like, there are steps to scaling, steps to scaling a business, steps to scaling your life. And that's really what we're talking about here is like step one might be getting out of debt. <laughs> step two might be Always. building a personal brand, building your own, you know, um, personal development, spiritual development, getting your, your alignment right. Step three might be, okay, now I can network. I have something of value to trade for information for people around in my network and rise to different circles and move into different inner circles. And then, oh, wait, now I have a business plan on board the online business. Now I have services and offerings to give to people. So there's scales to this. And number six is perfect because it's get a mentor that has done all of them and can teach you how to do the same, which is exactly what we do. We feel like, we have been stepping on these things throughout our lives and figuring it out. And now all we want to do, the reason why me and Adriana came together was we just want to share this with as many people as possible. So people can feel what it feels like to be free, to live in abundance, to live their best life, to have a business that they're passionate about, to wake up every day, excited about their life and what they get to do every single day, because it is possible and it does only get better. 
if you choose it, if you choose to unsubscribe from your old life and what you know Joe right Spenza. now. Joe Spenza. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle all the time. You and, know, uh, I want to say too, uh, and I have a whole cl- class, a course on the laws of the universe, which is currently expanding because I always learn new laws. But I just want to remind us all that if we're talking right now about necessarily finances, that the law of compensation states your true compensation is determined by how many you serve and how well you serve them. And that's super key, the two of them together, because you can serve many, but serve it to a shit degree. And it's the math isn't going to math on that. Or you can serve super, super well, but you're not doing it for enough people. So mm-hmm. let me just put this into real, real explanation. Let's just say, Erica, for you, that would be like you, you servicing one client super amazingly with one deal. Yes. But the law of compensation states you're serving that person well, but are you serving many? Mm-hmm. Right. So that would be like, that's where now she sees, okay, I have the skills to serve super well. Now I feel confident that I can serve many. Ergo, here comes her compensation abundance or for myself. Let's just say, even when I first got started in network marketing, I was serving many. I was getting like new, 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 new. But because it was so new and exciting, I don't feel like I was servicing them well to the degree that I would today, the the way that I do now today. And hey, I mean, I don't have any guilt about that because I was just learning, right? But that's now the instance of serving many, but not serving well. So once you're able to serve people well and serve many of them, this is now when your compensation dramatically comes flowing in of, of abundance, serving them well and serving many. Mm-hmm. No, that totally, that totally um, checks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. well said well said (laughs) well no and I I just love where this went because I know we're again we were supposed to talk about our business but I mean but we did but I but we do all those things but I mean okay real quick this is what we do and then we'll do a whole nother one on it but super fast like in a little like one minute sentence we have courses mentorship one-on-one mentorship and business consulting our courses at this time looks looks like laws of the universe unlocking your unlimited potential and laws of the universe by the way is like laws of success like like you got to know the laws of the universe to be successful okay and the unlocking your unlimited potential is learning the quantum physics the mechanics of discovering who you truly are believing in yourself and having that trust to be able to actually exuberate out into the world and be able to turn your passion into a profit and erica here manifestation Manifestation mastery which literally everything I've learned from zero to where I am now of entrepreneurism and basically bringing your light and your passion into how does that actually monetize how do you manifest your dream reality into so turning basically helping you learn how to turn energetics into formed matter that's what manifestation is it's not a woo-woo term it's literally physics where it's turning energy into physical matter and then here comes our one-on-one mentorship that we that's where like I personally feel the real juice is like the courses are amazing they're a framework they're track to run on there's so much value yes 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 but now when you're having one-on-one mentorship and we're able to peel back your layers in a very customized experience and be able to what you think may be the problem, but go deeper to find actually what the root of it is, face it head on, and then be able to 
stack from there. This is where I feel like the real juice is. And I know for the month of November, we are also including our um, courses with our one-on-one mentorship. So you'd be receiving our courses if you want to get started with mentorship. I don't know when this podcast is going to come out. I just know that we have this on till the end of November. But do know, come January, it's going to be insane uh, because we have more to add on to all of this. But now let's just say we have our courses, our mentorship. And now once you've really mastered those and you are turning, you are doing a business, uh, we have business consulting, which can look like either you have an idea that you need to help be brought to fruition or you already have a business that you need help with an oversight, an audit, and a recon or adjustment or what have you to yeah, reach you have a problem scaling to a new height, you know, what, whatever that, whatever it looks like. So three things, courses, one-on-one mentorship, business consulting. We do it all. We do it together. We do one-on-one. We work with you with whatever you need. It's not the Erica and Adriana show. It's the whatever your name is show you and the cosmos. And we're just here as your humble guides and servants to be able to help round the edges using our experience and our knowledge. And we will downright say, if ever we don't feel like we're educated on something, we outsource that to someone who does and we help you find that resource. And that's why we have beautiful partnerships. That's why we do network so we can bring our network to you. So not only do you receive us, but you're receiving our entire network, our 20 years of combined experience experience and networking. Like that to me is priceless it's priceless you know you want to pay for my plane tickets and all of my audience sitting and course learning you want to pay for those because I did uh, uh yeah like the value that we give and that's why we believe in the law of compensation because we always know we give way more value than what we get compensated in monetary monetary which feels really good because we love to give and we love to give freely and we don't gatekeep and we don't hold anything back um and just on that you know the other levels like that's what I love. I love real estate and we can help you with that too. So if that's, you know, something that sparked interest in you today and you're, you know, maybe a female listening to this being like, oh yeah, like I've never really given that thought. I didn't think it was possible for me. I always thought that, you know, maybe that would be something we look at down the road or my partner would look into or whatever. It's like, take that ownership onto yourself. There's no time like the present and you can and do have the skills within you to make those kind of decisions and to look at your financial goals and your real estate goals. So um, yeah, if that sparked and, anything, then we can help you with that. And if you actually are interested in network marketing, I literally, with Erica, we've created an online university. You, They're all pre-recorded videos. They walk you from top to bottom, literally teaching you how to build a brand, how to deal with objections, how to be able to create connections, how to run ads. All of the things is literally in there. We have a university. It's on your own time. We pair that with uh, weekly calls there's just so much value there. So there really is everything on the table for you. There's absolutely no reason for you to struggle. I say this with so much love, but struggle is a choice. And I hope that you've heard through today that you can choose out of it. It just takes you to peel back the layers, look in the mirror, see where you got, what what you got, where you're at, what you got, and see where do you want to go and align with the people that are going to help you get there. And whether, and this is, you know, whether it's with us or not, We just hope that you feel inspired for you to take aligned action today, for you to get Mm -hmm. the knowledge, education, resources, mentorship, tools, guidance that you need to set yourself free and live your sovereign, 
birthright of abundance. Yeah. Live in total freedom. Like that is our spirit. (laughs) Fuller expression, fuller expansion, baby. (laughs) So I think we can wrap it up there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's wrap. We love you. Thank you so much. Hey, if you found value from this, please share it. Please. We're so grateful for everyone that does. We see you. We're so grateful. If you have something you want to say to us, please do. Oh, 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 I know what you're going to say, but I'll let you say it. And if you don't say the two, there's two things that you got to say. Okay. I was just going to say, we would really be honored to leave us a review because our channel grow and we forget to ask. And we just put this out as free value. This is something that um, would really help us grow our channel. Okay. Yes, please. You guys takes two seconds and it means the world to us and helps us grow. And if you want to end it here, go ahead. But this is something that we forgot to do at the end of every podcast that we've been wanting to do. And it's a fun game that we love to play to help us spiral upwards. And it's called how good could it get? So let's even play it from what we just said, Erica. Mm -hmm. We've launched this podcast and people are so inspired and they're so grateful and they leave us a review. How good could it get? They left us a review. How good could it get? It gets so good that it catches like wildfire and it just creates this ripple effect into all of these. I'm going to go with female entrepreneur lives because I really feel like our male audience, you know, maybe. <laughs> if you're a male listening to this, please let us Love know because it helps. Yeah. So it, it really <laughs> will help to know our audience. Yes. But all these divine, feminine, badass entrepreneurs are rising up. They're stepping mm. into their power. They're creating businesses that they're truly passionate about. And we receive that back in that they tell us, wow, that episode really hit home for me. That really, you know, ignited a fire that reignited a fire that I knew was there, but fizzled out. And we are able to take this podcast to the next level. We are flying around interviewing the amazing um, authors and speakers and healers and practitioners that we follow, that we love in order to bring it to our audience. How good can I get? Erica, it gets so good. It gets so good that that these divine feminine are finding their sovereignty and they are blowing up their businesses. They're finding their personal freedom. We're going out. We're going to our mentors and people we aspire to. We're getting the knowledge. We're sharing it to the point where these beautiful, beautiful entrepreneurs are coming together into our sphere and we're able to collaborate. And we're able to expand the minds and value and abundance of not just thousands of women, but we're going global and we have events together and we are going to different cities and we're raising them up. But not only that, we're finding the the women and the children and the families who haven't been able to have access to this podcast and we start a give back and we're giving back to the community and we're raising up all of these beautiful villages and tribes and people that we necessarily wouldn't have ever been able to reach if it wasn't for people starting with one little review on the podcast we're literally changing the world erica last one because then we really gotta go how (laughs) good how good could it get it's one two three right now we're in alignment (laughs) It gets so good. It's one, two, three for me too, even though it's 10, 23. Uh, (laughs) One, two, three. Um, It gets so good 
that we create this global wave, this ripple effect, and we start seeing new products, new services that are raising human consciousness, that is really creating the change that we all want to see in the world. And we're bringing people together in a new way. And we're actually able to create a, I want to say, uh, island. Island that people in our sphere can come to and they receive healing mm. and they receive knowledge and they are able to be in community and they are able to be in our energy and they are able to really incorporate and embody everything that we have been talking about for years and years and years and it's just such a beautiful place and it's such a sacred place it's like heaven on earth and we are able to really pair the two and bring heaven on earth that's how good it can get If we go any further from there, guys, we're literally going to be on a different planet because we just basically brought forth the law of one. And Erica, I have that song stuck in my head. I can't get it out. I hear the song that my grandmother taught. I know. Oh, anyways, so we'll share that in the show notes. All right, you guys. Yeah, we have a couple of big announcements coming. We'll hit them in the next episode. Yeah, Same. we got We got it. We got it. We got to cut it here. We love you all so much. Thank you. Hey, continue to play. How good could it get? Share this episode and write your version underneath of how good could it get? Ooh, challenge. You're going to accept it. Love you all. Stay wealthy, our friends. Arrivederci.